What's up, Internet? Welcome to Legacy Characters, a podcast where my dad and I hang out and talk about everything in pop culture. Comics, movies, television, music. We look how it used to be. We look how it is now. Everywhere in between. And now, without further ado, let's get generationally geeky. What's up, Carter John? What's up, Daddy-O? Not much, man. Not much. Just hanging out here in the Legacy Lounge, getting ready to do a, a galactic chat. Yes, um, we call this segment The Chat. It is our look at one thing in pop culture. We're ranking, we're reviewing. It's just a general, in-depth um, talk. Yeah, and this week we're talking the 15th, and that's fucking insane. Man. Just that number. Yeah, Think about the, that number. The 15th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course, we're talking Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, man. Written directed by James Gunn. It's a follow-up to the 2014. Just, Smash. Yeah, just blew everyone away. Yeah, take all the money. Yeah, and with these obscure-ass characters off in this corner of the Marvel Universe. And, dude, we've seen this movie twice so far, and it's opening weekend. It's just as good as the first one. Yeah. Like I said, coming out of it... Um, it went above and beyond the first one. Yeah, it is a sequel in every sense of the word. Yes. Um, a very, very, very entertaining and good sequel. Yeah. Uh, so, with that being said, you know, from this point forward, uh, we're going to get into the review. Uh, and I just want to provide full spoiler warning. We know the movie has just come out. Yeah. So, we don't want to, like, we'll just start say, talking yeah, about just, uh, major shit. Yeah, upfront advisory of spoilers. Yeah, because we're talking about this movie in yeah. full depth. Like, yeah, go watch it and then come listen to us. Right. But uh, that being said, or it, you can listen to us and find out that it's worth to go pay yeah. to see. I mean, spoiler alert. It's, right. We liked it, so if that's our initial reaction. Um, but from this point forward, spoilers. We're getting into the movie, man. Um, super excited to talk about this in depth. Yeah. So let's get right into it. We're going to review Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. Is that a rifle? You don't know what a rifle looks like? It's just swords were your thing and guns were mine. But I guess we were both doing guns now. I just didn't know that. Well, that's intense. See it within you. Fear, jealousy, betrayal. It is our duty to cleanse the universe of this weakness. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags, but that isn't true at all. Dude, uh, I'm using my wrong eye. Throat, put your seatbelt on! Jack up our prices for two-time galaxy savers. Yes! Yeah! 
thing you're searching for your whole life. It's right there by your side all along. You're right. All you do is yell at each other. You are not friends. No, we're family. Except maybe her. years I've found you and who the hell are you I'm your dad Peter okay man so like I said before here we go 15th MCU movie written directed James Gunn just star-studded cast back from the original yeah everybody is we got Chris Pratt obviously Star-Lord Zoe Saldana is Gamora mm-hmm. Bautista as Drax, Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket, and Vin Diesel as Baby Groot, along with uh, several of the ancillary characters returning. You know, you got Michael Rooker back as Yondu, uh, Karen Gillan back as Nebula, um, with the addition of some, you know, new characters that we'll get into in a bit. We got, what, Palm Clementoff plays Mantis. Um, She's actually going to be a Kamapalooza in a few days. No. Here Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell plays Ego the Living Planet. Um, Sylvester Stallone plays Dakar, one of the Ravengers. Taser so. face. Was it Chris Sullivan? Yeah. <laughs> Taser, Taser face. face. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Dibnicki plays Aisha, the high priestess so, of, of the, the Sovereign of people. This, yeah, the Sovereign. Yeah, so just wanted you know get the cast out of the way as we bring these characters and start talking about them. But... Um, this movie just starts off with a bang. That's how I want to start this review. Because um, I want to give credit. This is a major point of it. The opening scene to this movie. Well, that's not exactly true. Like, we get the little prologue scene like we did in the very first one. A flashback yep. to Peter's mom and Ego. We find out Kurt Russell. The alien. Yeah, their love story. And, and how that of, all plays out all the way through. But that's a, it's a good little prologue, but I'm talking about like you know the first actual scene we get with the Guardians. And, you know, the opening credits yeah. and the music. It is five minutes of the most pure bliss, joy, amazing opening to a film I've ever seen. Yeah, I would, I would put this in the top five of any opening scene yes uh, like it's that entertaining it's the hook it everything you loved about the first one it, yep. it just felt like we're back into it with these characters yep. we and, know we loved and we're gonna blast off from here yeah because it's so cool it's focused on baby Groot and he's dancing around to Mr. Blue Sky uh while the Guardians are fighting this you know monster right coming to take some annulax uh, batteries from the the sovereign High, yeah sovereign people yeah. so we know all the other characters like so we come back in they're dropped in they're doing drax is saying drax things peter quills being a star lord like that's right back <laughs> that whole dynamic is still there yeah hits the ground running right. But we get to see this from baby Groot, the new character of the team technically right yeah and as you can expect as everyone knew obviously 
Baby Groot is the most adorable, amazing, yeah, hilarious. Uh, just uh, he's a cuddly guy. Yeah, and from the beginning, dude, like, boom! It's this dancing scene, and he's just like in the middle of this battle. Yeah. It's hilarious. He's a baby, so he's oblivious to the the chaos that's <laughs> going on around him. Yeah, just uh, it's it's pure joy. Like, there's a moment like you were. Uh, I had like an involuntary reaction. Your eyes just start watering and a smile comes across your face. And you're like, yeah, it's that good. It's just happiness, dude. It's yeah. happiness incarnate put on yep. a screen. Like that's the only way I can really yep. kind of explain it. And, and you know what, uh, what I thought was just super cool with all this chaos, you still had each of the characters looking out for baby Groot. Yeah. And that's how this dynamic has changed from Groot to baby group because they have a baby with he's them now. a legit toddler it's yeah. like having a child the, the innocence yeah they're always getting into shit and it establishes that dynamic throughout the film and you love it like yeah. you're like you're already bought in from that moment you're like this is going to be awesome we got baby Groot they understand they got to take care of baby Groot until he get can yeah. protect himself and and you know and and you see that with all the characters and you're just like I'm already on board yeah. for all of this. I'm, re I'm ready for the rock and roll. It gives you right back into the awesome mix, dude. The soundtrack and the music that is so important in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and it's as good, if not better, in this one. Yeah, like all the jams are awesome. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of brings up a point I wanted to talk to you about. Like these are your songs, like your childhood. Right. And, you know, all recognizable. Yeah. And, 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 and the cool thing about this is that the music's across the board. Mm -hmm. You get a little rock and roll, you get some blues, you get some jazz. I mean, it's it's a good yeah. compilation of good jams from that 70s, time period. 80s. Yeah. I'm Which just uh, I just thoroughly enjoyed. And for you, it's all like a greatest hits. Where for me, it's more of like, oh, I like this song. Like, right? Oh, just something heard you heard. Yeah, exactly. But you like, ah, oh, I, I remember it was new. Like you get the Cat Stevens joke. Oh, yeah. In the movie where that's kind of lost on me. Right. Exactly. And I'm just like, yeah. And they're talking about Brandy, and you're like, I, I'm like, I've never heard this song before. I like right. it. Like it's cool within the t context of the film, but like, right. It's lost on me. Where I remember it was when it was a hit. Yeah. <laughs> So that, you know, you get that extra layer with that soundtrack that's so important in this yeah, movie. Yeah, and, and that's that, you know, that extra tie. Yeah, and then, you know, it kind of brings a little extra enjoyment for you. Exactly. A bit. Hey, cool, you know, we get this great superhero Marvel Galactic movie with this cool fucking music. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy from the opening scene is yep. kind of to bring it all around to what we were talking about. It's a wild ride. Yeah. If. That's, it just springboards you off. And it does not let you go. Nope. Uh, I think it's brilliant what they did to split the team up. Like, it kept everything moving, 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 because as soon as it was a lull on what Peter was doing with Ego... Um, Here comes, you know, the other half of the team. Yeah, you got Rocket dealing with Yondu and the Ravengers and Taserface. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> like, and baby Groot, he he's with them. Yeah. And you know, um just uh, chaos and hilarity that ensues. Yep. And that's a yeah, another big broad statement I want to make about this movie as we start this review and get into the beginning of it. Um this is one of the funniest movies. Hilarious. I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, I I cried laughed 
many times. Yeah, like the gags, like everything is just boom. The wit is sharp. The, yeah. The the addition of Mantis brings an entire level, uh, another level to the dynamic of Drax. Exactly. And that kind yeah, of dry that whole humor. yeah, that whole um, dynamic between just those two. Yeah, and the social interaction between two people who don't have social social skills, skills. or social you know conscious right. or not conscious the social uh, norms right. But that it's just great. It's absolutely hilarious. Easily the funniest of the Marvel movies. But with that being said, some people are getting tired of that. So this may rub some people the wrong way. But I, I loved it. I found it fucking just yes. hysterical. Yes, and and we said it, you know, earlier. This is a great second one. Oh, it's a, it's a sequel in every sense of the word. It's bigger. It adds to the team more explosions. It's funnier. Yep. Ups the ante like. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you want from a good follow-up. Yeah, that's what you want from a sequel. Literally, yep. it's a it's I'd say a Not perfectly something that just drags sequel. out the first yeah. one. No, or you know, completely leaves it behind. Like this Ooh. actually picks up like what four months? Yeah, after the events. Yeah, of the first it's one. not. You know, it's not. You know, a, a long time period. No, like in the timeline of the MCU, this is technically the past. Like this is before right. the Civil War and Age of Ultron and actually yeah. all of that shit. But yeah, I mean, it just doesn't let up. And so we get that opening scene. It transitions to Rocket stealing the batteries right. that they were paid to protect. Yeah, and that just creates the ultimate galactic shitstorm. Yeah, because these... <laughs> conceited douchebags right with no emotion calls them the sovereign gold people yeah just spend the entire movie trying to get their batteries back and it's fucking awesome yeah Dude. completely pissed off about it yeah because they're just conceited they're yeah. like how dare you take something from us we're gonna go murder you right and the guardians are like no you're idiots right like <laughs> yeah and and it just you know plays perfectly into rocket's attitude and but i think so, it's really cool to have that, you know, B storyline in this movie that kind of just keeps that pace. Right. Because if you think up. about it, you take that aspect and you only deal with the ego side of it, it would just meander. It would. They would feel slow. But, like, you have this whole thing with Rocket, which really leads into huge character growth by a fucking CGI raccoon. Right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy, dude? Uh, yeah, like the- I know. <laughs> but, his, but his look in this movie. Well... The CGI, yeah, has been taken up a notch. Like, oh, my God, the emotion they made this computer raccoon feel and, like, this arc they gave Rocket. Yeah. I I loved it. And him being my favorite Guardian just, like, made me love this movie even more. Yeah. But, yeah, dude. So we get that storyline with Rocket and then emotional beats and his, you know, kind of team up with Yondu. And the right. mirror yeah, kind of. of those characters that they're kind of shown. Right. Um, and, and they kind of, yeah, kinda, they kind of look in the mirror at each other. Yeah. It's just right being, after they escape uh, from getting. Yeah. <laughs> they're get, assholes. <laughs> like they're broken assholes. Right. Um, and they, but they want to be like, yeah. so, you know, they have this quandary that they both deal with yeah. as being assholes, but I would really like to be liked. But, I want to be part of the family. Yeah, between the cybernetic raccoon and this blue alien with a mohawk. Who, right. Like, I love how James Gunn has the ability to, A, make a hilarious movie, but then kind of give you the heavy emotional right. weight 
with these asinine characters. Exactly. You know, this could, this could be looked at as the perfect example of a dramedy. Yeah, dude. But like, but you wouldn't think of it that way. No, not at all. And like, it's a raccoon. Exactly. And you have feelings for him. Yeah, like you're like, damn, Rocket. Like, yeah, you, you, you empathize with a talking yeah, raccoon. That's fucked up. And you're like, this is awesome, but like, it just—it's a testament to what James Gunn is, has done with these characters yep. and made them so relatable, yeah, and so you know, for lack of a better term, human. Like they are exactly they all have yeah. flawed. That's right, and you know, they love, they hate, all of that. And what the sequel, you know, really dives into is those kind of character moments, right. In between this hilarity and absolute batshit space battleness, like yeah, exactly. I think it does a really good job of kind of spinning all those plates and giving <laughs> right you, and and keeping them all going and um, making it enjoyable. Yeah, just giving you a wild ride the yeah. entire time, dude. Like it's it's just so much fun, yep. man. Exactly, it is. Yeah, from start to finish, it, it gives you that warm and fuzzy feel. It's a su- it is like summer movie blockbuster. Yep, is exactly what I'd say. And like, f- I'm not saying fun to defend it like we've done in the past. Sometimes with say a Ninja Turtles movie, it's right. really good character, like emotional stuff, yep. but just fun. <clears throat> That's right. Like it has the ability. It's cake and eat it too, dude. Yeah, and and you know, like we talk before um about these characters and how they they hooked us and and we were vested coming out of the first movie exactly and it gave and they just expanded on that and just made a yeah a wonderful story yeah it gave the sequel the luxury to play with those character interactions and those dynamics because you were already invested in these characters that's what james gunn did yeah and then took and now you're even more invested right like the the arc Peter went through with his father and Yondu, like that kind of came out of nowhere for me. Like they Ooh. built it up at the beginning with a scene with Yondu and Sylvester Stallone that you're like, I'm not sure what that was supposed to be. Yeah, why? Yeah, because there was no real backstory for Yondu no. about this conflict. It's just this like vague argument and something went down in the past. Right. And, and then he you, broke the code. Yeah. And then you kind of see how the ego storyline plays out. Right. And it, like, it brings it all together. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit. Like Yondu is his. And then the, I mean, spoiler alert, when Yondu's dying, he's like, he may have been your father, boy, but he wasn't your daddy. And yeah. you're like, that's awesome. That's you f- see it really come and it's paid off. Yep. so well yep. throughout both those movies like because they do a good job of you know uh one of the ravagers craglin is like you always stick up for quill right like, it's like none of us matter and you're like oh that's true he like let him off twice in the last movie and it builds that yeah, relationship they even helped him out and all of this and so but this and and we've talked about this how in the first movie you got the cruise character yeah. development this movie, you got the character development and the origin of Quill, yeah, and Quill how and all Yondu. and how all that tied together, and it all brought it together through the arc of the movie, yeah, and, and it's it, just so cool. It's done really well, yeah, with a character that you love, Yondu, yep, like 
Michael, and, and seeing and really, you know, without it, without that invested interest and love for the characters, you know, the the sappy parts feel flat. Uh, yeah, flat or forced. Exactly. And, and you're going, you know, why? Why would yeah? But not for a moment, no, dude. None Even of them. in the second rewatch, when I knew how it plays out, there wasn't a moment where I'm like, this doesn't feel earned. Right. Like, yeah, this is crowbarred in, and why? Yeah, like where you're like, huh, all right, I'm rolling with it, but, but what? Yeah. No, they're like, yeah. Right. They set all of this up. They paid it off. Everything. Yeah. And especially in the second rewatch, you see the seeds that are planted at the beginning of the movie yep. and how it's paid off in little lines you don't catch. And you're like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And it, it all, yeah, it all just it, it makes it that much clearer. Yeah. And I really just, because in the grand scheme, you think about the, like plot of the movie, like the battery subplot with right. Rocket and Yondu doesn't have a lot to do with the overall plot plot with Ego trying to take over the universe right. or the galaxy. But, but it, it carries hand. all the emotional character arc. Yeah. Like you think about it, Gamora and Nebula have their thing, but that's a completely different aspect of the movie. Like Peter right. comes to the realization that Yandu's is that, but all that legwork is built on that B plot with Rocket, right? Where they're together, yeah. And, and, and like you said, this was you know this was a, a you know the brilliant part of it is how they split yeah. the Guardians up. Like I, I loved seeing those different dynamics, the yep. Drax with Mantis. You know, you really got to explore Gamora and Star Lord in a relationship that feels really real right and, and so even, you know genuine. even that you know the the you know the uh relationship between gamora and nebula and nebula was i i really enjoyed nebula in this movie yeah we're bouncing all over the place but i but mean the, but that's you yeah. know this is this is that's kind of how the movie goes yeah it, it you know it never really stays in one place no but long enough to for you to feel well this is dragging out yeah but i kind of just put a period on yondu and rocket uh because we're kind of finishing up talking about that storyline and we'll kind of right. move into Nebula and Gamora. But like, it's it's the heart of the film and it's carried with Baby Groot right along with it. Just he, he, always hilarious, but also like the most heartfelt character, just like the first one, dude. Yeah. Like what they've been able to do with Groot is just awesome. With him only saying, I am Groot. Yeah. And just rolling a single like baby tear, like baby group tear, right. or just walking, you know, in his uh, the reaction in his eyes to different things, and like he that I can say that part that's my favorite part of the movie, the Rocket Yondu baby group plot right. of that movie, yep. Ravengers with Taser face, nice. dude, oh, and we got it, God, <sighs> back to hilarious, yeah, like uh, that whole that whole you know that whole run. Just was hilarious. Balance, dude. Like the stick with Groot trying to get the fin, right? And all the shit he came he back brought, with. Yeah, and and you know they're very clearly telling him. Yeah, but you can see there it is. You can see in his eyes. Well, I know, but there's that innocence yeah, that no, I ain't got a clue. No, <laughs> not a fucking. <laughs> Do you understand? And then yeah, like, dude, you can see in those eyes. No, I just I love I love this movie, and it just takes it to another level because the humor is so me and what i'm into right that awkward level like like the gag it when not huge laugh in the fucking theater but one of my favorite lines in the movie where Groot takes the like symbol off yondu's jacket and like 
and, puts it on his head and he's like, I am Groot. He's like, You think he, he thinks he wanted he wants you to wear it like a hat. He's like, Why would I want him to do that? And he's like, he's really relieved you don't want him to wear it yeah. like a hat. He doesn't like hats. Right. And he's like, Why doesn't he like hats? Well, you think someone has a weird shaped head and it turns out to be a hat. Just a hat. Like, that's why you don't like a hat. And it's just this like long, drawn out thing that is so awkward. It's not like punchline or anything. No. You know, and, and then Yandu at the end. <laughs> Is this really the time to be having yeah, like, this conversation? <laughs> we're trying to get out of here, or we're going to end up dead. Yeah, just these misfit, like awkward characters <laughs> right. that say and this. It just fits so perfect. It's hilarious, dude. Like that's what I love about these Guardians movies and how James Gunn writes humor that brings that extra level for me. Right. Is those little awkward, like, what? Yeah. It's almost Family Guy style writing. Yeah. Awkward, we're going to make you so uncomfortable by the crap. It's just word vomit. We're going to throw it at you. Right. That but something's going to stick. But but also there's this subliminal yeah. push behind it that if you actually think a little bit, hey, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah. This is fucking stupid. And they comment on how stupid it is. <laughs> right. But yeah, dude, I that was, I can honestly say, seeing it twice, that was my favorite part of the movie. The payoff with the Andu, the rocket stuff, right. all like the taser face. The scene of Rocket just taking out the Ravengers, dude. Oh, yeah. Was amazing. Yeah, before they got captured, it yeah. ended up together. Because it was Yondu that was leading the, leading the pack to come get them. That and the payoff when they get captured of Nebula eating the root. Uh, it's not right. Yeah, that's <laughs> after she's already asked for it, what, yeah. three times? And every, all the Guardians told him, it's no, not, it's not right. right. And so she bites it anyway and spits it out. It's not right. Yeah, dude. And it, it, it ties that whole thing about, no, it's not right. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's, this movie's just fucking awesome. And her no emotion yeah. behind it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. So that kind of wraps up, you know, rocking a group. All right, let's touch on Gamora and Nebula. Because this was the most surprising part of the movie for me. Um I thought Nebula was okay in the first one. Um, yeah, it's, it, she had a different dynamic in the first one. Yeah, they really gave her a lot to do in this one. Yeah, and she and, car- and, and the load they gave her, she carried it perfectly. And that dry, like, I fucking hate you, but I love you. Right, at you're my sister. At constant times. Like, get off, get off me, 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 get off me. Like, that thing, like, what she's trying to, like, fuck you, like, get over it. Just... But right. yes, you're my sister, and that's all I want is a sister. And you're it, like, yeah, it's played really well, right, dude? Like, I enjoyed that relationship, and you know, and when they had the heartfelt discussion <clears throat> about what happened to her yeah. as they were growing up, it really, really gives the gravitas to how she is. Yeah, I mean, you Thanos just screwed her up. And you feel empathy once again for yes. this murderous blue cyborg alien. Yeah, with no emotion. And this incredible human moment. Exactly. Right after this asinine battle <laughs> where she just fucking nosedies kamikazes the ship into Gamora, like, and then Gamora takes this battle cannon off the ship and that came like, off the ship and just, just start murderizing, and they're still fighting. And ah, uh, it's. Yeah. 
it's it's once again that level of like Family Guy humor. If y'all if you watch Family Guy, the chicken fight that's just drawn out so long to a point of like this is so asinine. Right, and they finally kind of get to that. It's like you know, <laughs> fuck this. Yeah, just worn out of. Fighting. I just wanted a sister, and it's it works. It's, yeah, this movie just works. Yeah, and the visual with all of this going on is is perfect. It's engaging. It's stunning <clears throat> exactly the it's, colors and the depth because we saw it in 3d and regular yeah and both times yeah we're, it, it, it's great either way but honestly one of the best 3d uh movies i've seen in a very long time yes like it as did, far as the clarity of yeah it. did not take me out of it it no, was it wasn't a distraction it enhanced it dude. yes uh, very, very much, much like so. dr strange did right uh, it enhanced the overall experience. I right, it, and and so many times you can get the overbearing 3D yeah. that that really distracts from you know what you're trying to look at. I know, and I'm I'm not a huge fan of the 3D most of the time, but it worked in this one. Yeah, and, and to me, the way I look at 3D is what kind of depth does it give you? Yeah, and in space, it really worked. Uh, and the planets, yeah. oh, they were yeah, all the different planets were beautiful, it, and the background to those planets with space itself, it really like it immersed you in Ego's planet. Yep. Like it made that really feel like a place, right? Um, exactly. That you know, this could exist. Yeah, and the, it really helped with the entire movie just washing over you that first yeah. time in IMAX 3D. God, I love seeing movies in IMAX 3D. <laughs> it's 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 an experience, dude. right? Like, exactly. It's for me. It's that's going to a baseball game. That's going to a basketball game. That's going to a concert. That's right. not just going to the movies to kill time. That's an that's you're looking for an experience, experience. and entertainment. Yes, like. I, yeah. And sometimes you get both, sometimes you get one or the other. And this one, you got the package of both. Yeah, it was both visually stunning, audio, like having that IMAX play this soundtrack. Yeah, these cool jams. With just all oh, the oh, space yeah. epicness happening. You're like, this is so immersive. It's, But it's also a testament to the movie. The second time we saw it in just normal format. Right, it was theater. still just as grandiose. And just as great yeah like so it, we're not looking at with rose-colored glasses i mean no. we always are don't get me wrong well this is you know this is our genre we love yeah. this stuff yeah we eat this crap up but you know but, but hey i'll call it i'll call it as i call it as i see it yeah i mean we talked about x-men <laughs> that's right so <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sugarcoat it yeah. if i don't like it because these to me are about entertainment yeah and and that's what it needs to be, and if it's not entertaining, then I'm disappointed because this is this is the genre that I enjoy the most. Yeah, and once again, this movie, uh, like yeah. you look the word entertainment up in the dictionary, it's Guardians Galaxy Volume Two, just yeah. pure enjoyment the yeah. entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's you know kind of the Nebula Gamora stuff. Loved it. Um, let's move into like Drax and uh, the Mantis kind Mantis. of storyline. <laughs> this was your favorite part of the movie. Oh, and I love Drax. Yeah. He just, you know, the, it's that social awkwardness, but the straightforwardness. <laughs> at all times. And and then the, just the whacked way of him looking at things. Yeah. And <laughs> which plays into, you know, whatever kind of being he is. But every, you know... Y you go through it, and he's not, you know, a, a major player in every scene. No. But he has a quip 
or something that he injects that is just it lands <laughs> yeah every time <laughs> like the emotional climax of the film yandu's funeral and it's just really pretty and like drax goes to mantis you are beautiful on the inside because <laughs> he's and already she, told her she, she was visually hideous, hideous like several times <laughs> and dude i love it the scene when she comes and gets him in bed right and then she's like oh no it's not even like that i'm not even interested in whatever it is you are what? and he's like <gasps> there's no need to make it personal <laughs> right after he's trying to fake puke of, yeah. of having a physical interaction with her <laughs> that or just like he brings those little like the quips you're talking about like to the scene where they arrive on ego yeah. and he's like oh humility humility i myself am all, also very humble <laughs> like, shut right. the fuck up tracks yeah. <laughs> it's always that moment because we all have that friend where you're just like shut the fuck up you're right <laughs> but i love it dude and mantis was a just awesome addition another innocence yeah and having drax try and teach her social norms oh, it just yeah like the scene with Ra rocket and when they first meet and she's like can i pet your puppy <laughs> and the look on drax's face when he looks he cuts his eyes to rocket cuts his eyes back to mantis and just this like cheshire cat like yeah. yeah yeah you can like i know yeah. exactly how this is gonna go yeah. down because you know you talk about that and if you really pay attention to drax when she first asks him he has that apprehension yeah i was like oh that's not a good idea and then, 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 he, then, he, then looks, he looks down he says yeah, yeah. And i know how this is gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> and he just after you know she goes to pet rocket and he bites her drax is just ah he's like, that's a, wasn't that a practical joke that's called a practical <laughs> joke and mantis like ha, ha, ha. yeah she's laughing because he is he's like i've never done that before <laughs> and you're like that's so awkward and amazing yeah. it's just that level of humor that james gunn brought to this movie and yeah. lands for us on every level yeah uh, like I said, this movie's fucking hysterical. Yeah, in every word of the sense, it really is. Every word of the sense, every <laughs> sense of the word, every word of the sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I love that storyline. Um, it was just fun. Like, it was one of those you could cut to, uh, and it was enjoyable. Then you cut to some heavy Nebula Gamora stuff. Cut back yep. to that, and it's just that le that you know kind of levity. That the is, space battles. I mean, just, everything just, worked, yeah. man. I, we're kind of yes. getting redundant, but just I enjoyed every part of this movie. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking, I was like, we've seen it twice now. I kind of got to nitpick it a little bit. And I found like one thing I'll talk about in a little bit. Other than that, oh it my was God, enjoyable dude. from start to finish. Fuck, just talking about it and thinking about it. I'm just like, nah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Like, yeah, nah. there was, yeah, there was no real, real lull. No. to it it was a a great even ride yeah totally and and it, and it goes back to what we said both visually and from a story and an art yeah so you know that's drax and mantis uh let's get into the big final act let's talk about you know ego and peter and kind of what they're doing throughout the film yeah uh, and and this pulls yondu right back into yeah, the whole we the talked whole about situation and how he comes back into play but yeah dude we get the admission of Ego being Peter's dad, Kurt Russell just kills it. Yes. 
absolutely like just pompous god asshole with the suaveness of uh, star lord yeah exactly like that fucking charming charm. but yeah just a dick and I love that reveal because he is so charming. You're like, this is Kurt Russell. He feels like... Right. You buy into him when he shows lion up. Lion sinker. Yeah. You buy... This is a good guy. Yeah. Like, this is... Wow. Shit just turned out really well. Right. I was like, damn. And at the first time, I was slightly confused because I was like, we're really like... The villain of this movie is Aisha? Right. Like, yeah. that's the big threat is these batteries. I was like, that's weird, but this is super happy. I'm enjoying, like, Peter. And- right. G- getting to find out. And like- this and this goes back to what I said about this being kind of his origin arc. Yeah. Where we got everybody else in the, in the first movie. Yes. And not a lot about what about Peter in that whole time period from when Yondu took him up until he became Star-Lord. And we get all of it explained here. Like, Yeah. It's... I love the explanation of what Ego is, the Celestials, the idea of, you know, Eternity, which is actually a character who, in the comics, who, like, built the Marvel Universe. Like, uh, he is the ultimate in cosmic beings. Right. But, like, that entire side of the MCU that's just been exploded. Yeah. And the ideas that, you know, kind of introduced... Yeah the you know the galaxy yeah literally it, it really expanded that and i loved it uh i thought kurt russell was amazing like we said um and it really paid off when he became a dick like his motivations made sense right because he has the you know the 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 god complex yeah god complex which if you really look at it 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 makes sense yeah like he's because this made is everything. you know this is a spark like, and he did a great job with his little eggs yeah, of, of explaining. explaining the timeline, which was really cool. And I love the reveal that made sense that he'd been killing all his kids because he needs more power. Right. Because I'm like, that's kind of hard to believe this super like amazing, powerful being would only go to like one planet and found this one lady and like it all it became like super it shrunk the galaxy. Right. But then he was like, nah, I did this to like thousands of yeah, people. Yeah, trying to find Yeah, that I've match. been I've been just slaying poon all, all across over. the galaxy. Yeah, spreading seed. Yeah, and literally and figuratively. Both. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh I loved it. Like it yeah. paid everything off. The end battle with those two was amazing. Oh, yeah. I the mean, just... Pac-Man was <laughs> so great. Yeah. After one of the best unexpected jokes in the movie where he's like, wait, so I can build every I'm gonna I'm gonna build like a 60 story Pac-Man with Heller Locklear. I'm gonna be I'm gonna build some weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going, oh my you can see it though. Yeah, like you Star-Lord. can see the weird shit he's gonna do. And then to have it paid off with a giant Pac-Man right. in the climax of the movie, it's just so Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, dude. Um, I guess the only nitpick I have would be with that final confrontation, the giant rock light fight, and I was like, Oh, that's weird. It doesn't seem real Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Well, but, and it's well, it's because to me it you were isolated on the planet rather yeah, than it being, you know, this battle. epic battle. And I was like, "Huh." But then it like made sense and then the Pac-Man thing made me pay off, but like yep. I was trying to find something and I was like, "I guess that didn't work 100% for me." 
but right. 85% is still pretty good. But, you know, but the, the cool thing for me about that whole thing is you still got the jumps to the other worlds that were being taken over oh, by yeah, Ego. and what the other Guardians were, they were still doing stuff during right. that. But I, and, like, I just, yeah. And I had to find something to knock it, I guess. But, like, but the, you're telling me I'm wrong, and yeah, it, does, it doesn't bother me, dude. Because then I'm thinking, like, the moment where he's like, well, you killed my mom. Fuck you. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that kind of justifies everything, and I bought that. Yeah, whatever. I'm taking my nitpick back. It worked. <laughs> this movie is perfect. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, man. Because I really, you know, I really don't find a... Issue with uh, yeah, anything. Uh-uh. Yeah, I tried and not even. And it, you know, to me, it just, yes, I have some, you know, I would say lulls, not but everything's even. above that. Yeah, like uh, head and shoulders above that. I don't know. There's no lulls for me, man. There's no time where I felt like, okay, I like to think about it like this. Is there a moment where I thought, like, huh, I wonder who just texted me? No. Either time I watched the movie. No. Like, I was not I feel worried my phone about, vibrate yeah. or anything or like there was, was no moment where my phone where my mind went somewhere else. No. There wasn't. Um so that's kind of the end of the, you know, movie movie. We enjoyed all of it. We talked about all of it. Um for our final thoughts, I want to wrap up all the fucking post credit scenes. Oh yeah. Uh, and talk about those. So we had five post credit scenes, dude. Uh the first one we got was what? We got I was it the arrow? With Craglin. Yep. <laughs> where he's trying to use learn Yondu. How to zon, learn how, you know, Yondu. Yeah, doing the whistle, though. With and the then, arrow. Like, but can't get it up all the way. It's floating around, dude. And then, like, gets it working, dude. Shoots it around the corner. You don't even know Drax is there, dude. It's, no. The camera's been focused on Craglin the whole time. With the arrow. And stabs Drax. Dude, he's just like, oh! <laughs> and as soon as it stabs him, it cuts away from him. And all you hear is him screaming. Yeah, dude, and Craglin just like walks away. Yeah, he slinks away. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. So it just opens up with that hilarity. And then it cuts to, I think the second one is, I don't know, we may be out of order, but we have uh, Aisha. And this is the, the sovereign. One, yeah, the sovereign people. And this is the one that actually mattered. Like the other ones were really for fun. Yeah, this one was one a precursor. Yeah, like things are going to happen. And we see the birthing chamber in the pod of Adam Warlock. Right. Which is a major, 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 major cosmic character in the MCU. Like he took down Thanos in the Infinity Gauntlet, like original event. Right. In the 70s. Like he's a huge character. So. We got that tease, and that was awesome. And it was great because, you know, you got to see, you know, the the queen or princess yeah. or whatever. Really high priestess. High priestess downtrodden. Yeah, like she... Because the, the guardians had fucked her up. Yeah, big time. And now she's being called on the carpet. Yeah. But she... Then, then you see the pot. The birthing chamber. And I'm going to call him and what's cool is like for other people they're like, oh, what the fuck is that? And then you get the nerds like, yes, fucking yes. Yeah, it's a big player. I know, dude. So we got that one, and then we had um, teenage Groot. This was my favorite. Yep. Uh, 
So we've moved on from Baby Groot. This is a flash forward to Peter walking into Teenage Groot's room. Yeah, as kind of the the father figure. Yeah, being like, you need to clean up your stuff. And he's like, I am Groot. What do you mean I'm I'm boring? boring. (laughs) And he's playing a game. You need to to get your face out of that mind-numbing game and pick up some of these binds I'm tripping over. That's boring. I am Groot. I'm not boring. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then as he leaves yeah. he makes the most poignant statement of to me the, the whole, whole movie, movie. Yeah, he's like, was now I know what Yondu felt like yeah <laughs> having to put up with me <laughs> it's just uh, it's perfect yeah dude um, so that was my favorite one uh, and then we got what else uh, we got Stan Lee but I'm gonna save him for last because right. I'm gonna explain that because oh, because that that brought up part a part of the movie yeah as they were blasting through portals yeah we talk about that yeah we'll talk about that now while I look it up um it shows Stan Lee with the Watchers right which are these cosmic beings in the Marvel universe that have immense power to just observe major happenings in uh time and space but they see it like time different they perceive it all as one so they know the past the future the present they see or, everything yeah. Um, so they're major players is the point I'm trying to make for, Um, for the galaxy. Yeah. So, um, we get the, you know, idea that there's something special about Stan Lee and all these cameos, dude. Like, is he a watcher now? Is he a watcher? It was like the big watcher. I think is I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but he's intervened. In certain instances in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where they've needed his help. Right. He's like, he's one of those guys where he's like, I can't intervene, but if you go here at this time, there could be something important there. That kind of thing. But like, the idea that these cameos just aren't cameos anymore. Right. That they're, yeah, they could be, yeah, you're looking at players. Yeah. So I thought that was just the most amazing nerd moment that Marvel right. has ever, you know, put. Yeah. And in. seeing you got that twice. You got, you know, like I said, the first one where they're blowing through time holes yeah. and then it's part of the end. Exactly. Which you really, that doesn't. There pops up twice. Like it's a big deal. Yeah. And James Gunn knows he's a big deal. Cause he's, he's one of us. He's the man. But, um, yeah, dude. So, that was amazing. And I looked it up, and the one for forgetting is Sylvester Stallone putting the original Guardians of the That's Galaxy right. back together. Yeah. I totally spaced on that. Pun intended. Right, because you got the got him with three other main yeah, leaders. Dude. And I'm not even sure who most of those characters are. I know he's like Starjammer, I think his name is. But, yeah, I, can t- I know that is the original Guardians, Guardians. team. Right. Because our iteration of the Guardians has only been in the comics since, like, 2008. They're so, a new iteration. But, but they have been around, so they had... You the know, characters these, have been around, but them putting them together was the first time in right. like, 2008. So what was the original Guardians? That was 
whoever those characters were, like Star Jam. So, yeah, and, you could be looking at them becoming involved. And the with, third one, Adam Warlock yeah. and the original Guardian. So the Watchers. Be, so, I mean, yeah. What this movie really just blew up the cosmos even more. And I, Right. And we know that <clears throat> possibly they're going to be involved in Infinity War. They are. And, and in so Thor, this, like, all, the, it, it, what this does is stretch it. Stre- it expands the Marvel Universe. Dude, yeah. And that excites me. 15 yeah. fucking movies in. And they're just still rolling. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, dude. So that's the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 review. With that being said, one out of five Anulax batteries. How are you rating Guardians <laughs> the power. of the Galaxy? Yeah. yeah. The power of, or, the, of the... What did Drax call yeah, them? Harbinger batteries. <laughs> right. That's not even close to what, <laughs> what I said. I said. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it another time, yeah, too. And, and, and Quill gets, No. Not, not even... The, not, not close. close. <laughs> <laughs> and Drax is just dead serious. Yeah, yeah like, I'm right. Yeah, that's what they're called. Duh. <laughs> right. But yeah, dude. So one to five Anulax batteries. Um, What's your rating? I'm going to get this a four and three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. What's that one quarter? Um, Just that guy can't give it a perfect five. Yeah. You know, there's always something a little bit. Like I said, yeah. you know, to me, there was some, some slight lulls that could have been, you know, addressed a little bit better. And, and that's it. That yeah. quarter point. But everything else, from the the art to visual to, to the soundtrack, story, soundtrack, the yeah, emotional it's, moments, yeah, it's it's that good. Yeah, it's it really. And is. for me, it's five. Like it's it's fun. It's a different sliding scale than say something like Shawshank Redemption. Is it a perfect movie? Absolutely not. But it's so much fun that I'm not gonna knock it for any of the things it really isn't absolutely Ooh. perfect at. Like, yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm not going to be the guy where, well, if it's like, I can't think of anything. You have some lulls. I'm like, yeah, you talked me out of my only nitpick, so I'm giving it a five, dude. Right. <laughs> but, but long still, story short, you know, it just, I feel you. Like, but for me, I'm like, I don't have whatever, like, I have no qualms. Right. So it gets a five for me for what it's worth. Not a damn thing doesn't mean anything, but I loved it. Right. It was an awesome fun. And it, movie. it was you know super close for me. Yeah. And that's yeah, dude. I'll that's a very good average. Yep. So. Okay, man. So that wraps it up. Yep. We love this movie. It's a great MCU movie. Um well worth going to into a theater. Oh, and yeah, seeing. I've already seen it twice. Probably go see it a couple more times. Um so yeah, what did y'all think? Come talk to us, man. Come to LegacyCharacters.com. You can chat with us there. You can email us there. You can email us at our email, which is LegacyCharacters at gmail.com. Go on Facebook. At Legacy Characters. Yes, go on Twitter. At Legacy Character. No S on the end. Uh, and then, please. SoundCloud. iTunes. Please rate, review on there. Yeah. Subscribe. Do all the good stuff that every yeah, podcast Throw us some to. word. And, yeah. You know, banter. That's yeah. what this is about is is cool banter. Exactly. On, on you know, on things on cool that we, yeah, we love to talk about. Yeah. So, it's always fun, man. I'm excited to get the movies, the 2017 summer movie season started. This was an absolute. Jumps it off bang way to start yeah it. i'm obsessed uh i love these characters even though i've never read them and that's a testament to exactly and i was just getting ready to say that is the biggest plus to you know what guardians is is that 
it's a new introduce. Yeah, like I get to enjoy characters that I don't have any baggage with. Like they're new to me. Right. I'm enjoying them like everyone else for yeah. to a certain extent, which is exciting in these comic book movies where I usually know what's yeah. And, the general... and you go in judging. Yeah, it starts with the suit. I have preconceived notions. Here, right. I'm just like, this is all cool. Yeah. But yeah, dude, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, two thumbs up, five Anulax batteries from me, 4.75 Anulax batteries from you. Please come talk to us, LegacyCharacters.com. And until next time, go out and make your legacy. You characters. Mm-hmm.